You're listening to the Short Shift Podcast, proud member of the Black and Gold Podcast Network. You can support the show by leaving a comment and five-star rating on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Player FM, Google Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcast platforms. Cynically acclaimed, incredibly online. And now your hosts, Thomas Nystrom, Andrew Johnson, and Ian Bonner. Enjoy the show. Hey folks, another episode of the Short Shift Podcast. Ian is MIA tonight. We knew he was going to be MIA. Welcome. So Andrew did the legwork and got somebody who should have been on this podcast months and months ago. But more importantly, he should have been on Only Bruins officially way sooner than he was. <laughs> Rhett, what is up, dude? <laughs> Whoa, with the fucking tire pump there. Thanks, yeah. buddy. Yep, yep. I love that. I love that. Uh, good, man. I'm doing good. I, I miss you guys. I know we've we've all been on different stuff at different times, but it's nice to finally get on here and uh, talk hockey with you guys. Absolutely. Nope. In, in, in all seriousness, Boosie dragged his feet on just announcing you as the, the yeah. second guy for way too long i don't know what the fuck he was doing but it's funny you say that too because i was like so dude like am i on or like i didn't want to keep pushing him but i'm like can we make this official yeah. please you know i stopped guest hosting literally every episode yeah, yeah. Um, exactly i fucking love boosie he's yeah he's, he's, the best, he's legit one of one of if not the best person that i've met from all these podcasts like when he came down to Connecticut to hang a few months ago, it was like one of the funnest times. I love hanging out with that kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually literally working out a trip so I can get down to Boston uh, nice. for the playoffs. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. Y'all just work, man. I mean, Boosie's a fucking electric factory, and you're a man oh, rocket, no. and it just works. And, then, and Bobby, I mean, I don't even know how to describe. Bobby's that. great. Oh, dude, that was honestly, we were just like fucking around one night. Me and Boosie we were talking, and I was just like, man, wouldn't it be jokes if we had like a ten minute segment of just Bobby just like talking nonsense, and then it became a thing, and I we. Came can't look back now no 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 we're trying to figure out how to yeah we're trying to figure out how to incorporate them more so there's gonna be more bobby brewski content coming so hold on to your seats guys shout out to bobby (laughs) brewski man yeah yeah legend uh legend want to start off with the uh the biggest and possibly most frustrating bruins hockey news this week what's that andrew is fucking back on twitter officially and i fucking hate it already (laughs) Right before we hit record, Brett was asking what happened with him getting knocked off the first time. Andrew, let's hear your bullshit excuse on on let's why go. you were off Twitter for for however long you were gone. It was it was like I think it was like six months, something like that. I don't know, but there was one. I made a tweet that was uh, said that this team fucks back in August. So remember, I called it. Oh shit. <laughs> And uh, I followed a bunch of people that liked it because it kind of went viral and it flagged me. And apparently I would be it was the second time it had flagged me and it just unilaterally suspended me. Uh. (laughs) And it's it's so much more than that, Andrew. 
so much more. <laughs> it's all the fighting with random people and guaranteed you got reported multiple times and finally they were just like i'm tired of seeing these reports i mean like, that's, I mean, that's probably, that's this probably- that was probably part of it, but the yeah. report that Twitter gave me was we ha- we have su- we have suspected f- we have suspected spam activity on your account. We have locked your account and suspended you. Oh, for over following people and all that yeah. shit. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So yep. they so they ha- so what you're telling me is they had a picture of you up in their boardroom at Twitter. <laughs> and they were like, if this I mean, mother, probably. if this guy, one more fucking tweet from yeah. this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, probably. <laughs> Uh, I mean, uh, I mean that may have been that may have been part of it, but that was the reason that they gave me. So, mm, but yeah. but for the playoffs, I just I wanted to get back on Twitter and yeah. probably you know the the I think it was eight months. I think it was back in August that I got popped. Um, I think the time away did me did roughed off rubbed off a lot of the rough edges and hmm. I'm, I'm finding I'm Andrew's finding done a lot of rubbing off in the last eight months yeah. is what he's saying really a, lot of, rough, a lot less rough, time on Twitter more time to rub off yeah, yeah rough or yeah. soft edges doesn't matter yeah rub off the rub off the soft edges more time to rub off because you know I'm not occupying my time with the with the bird app so. oh, man, you're gonna get you're gonna get banned so quickly Hey, you know what? I, dude, I, the I, other I, day in the comments, he just popped. Hey, what's up? Just pops up. I'm like, dude, yeah. what the fuck have you wondered? Where have you well, I didn't want to like, I didn't want to be like, hey guys, I'm back and make like a big production out of it. You know yeah. what I mean? No, it was I good. thought it, it was I good. thought it was uh and honestly, my initial reaction was I thought it might be like a parody account. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then I was like, why would somebody do that? And then immediately I was like, why the fuck didn't I do that? Like, why didn't I just create a parody Andrew account? and just What's shit really on funny. everybody because yeah. because andrew essentially is his own parody account i, I really am <laughs> what's really funny is that i got at least four or five dms being like is this really you mm-hmm. and I was all, like, all, <laughs> all i had to do was read the tweet three times so i was like yeah it's him just yeah. the way yeah. and i was like yeah it's him it's for <laughs> it's sure like just read his recent comments like when does he get condescending with somebody yeah. oh there it is there it is hey hey hey, hey that hasn't happened yet i've i've got yeah. a whole week we'll so. see we'll see how long you behave I, I andrew, think, but- andrew has always been my least favorite person on twitter yeah I've, I've heard you say that before at least we can all agree that you were right in the end like yep. this team does fuck it's so. it is true Fox. Yeah. Yeah. 60 and, wins boys yeah so God. suck at twitter yep <laughs> i mean 60 wins is is absolutely incredible absurd it's, and the fact that this week got swept with various resting charlie mcavoy patrice bergeron mm-hmm. and we're still winning games and we're still winning close games where we're taking best shots from granted probably not the best teams but we're taking their best shots from nhl cal from nhl teams so mm-hmm. but i did have this thought and i'm kind of parroting ian a little bit on, on one of his recent videos they reached 60 wins are they going to make us care about this record? Cause I might be caring about it now that we're so close. I, I kind of cared about 60 when we hit like 52, 53, I started thinking about it, just seeing how many games were left. And I was just like, there's no way they're going to go on like another extended heater on this. Mm-hmm. And then they fucking did. And now we're sitting at 60, even last week when we did predictions and we were like, wow, we all just pricked, uh, pricked. Yes. We all pricked. Um, all of us pricked. We all pricked, uh, three wins for last week on predictions. And we're like, oh, wow, that's, that puts us at 60. And then we fucking did that. Yeah. So now like, I don't even know, like we're nowhere close to doing predictions on this show yet, but like, do we all just keep fucking 
predicting wins? Like, what do we have left? Five? Six? Is it five? Five games left. Yeah, yep. five games. We have to win yeah. three out of our next five to break the record. Which, from a, from a win percentage standpoint, shouldn't be a problem for this fucking team. It would mean a cold streak for what yeah. this team's Seriously. <laughs> well, that's the thing, too. Like, when I stopped caring about that record, like, don't get me wrong, whether they hit the record or not, I'd, I'd be happy with this season. But that Detroit-Chicago game, that, like, little lapse, I was yeah. like, oh, okay, the, the, it's out of reach now. There's no yeah. way. Like, they kind of faltered a bit. Right. And then they yeah, just shit-pumped Winnipeg and Minnesota. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh, it's back on. Yeah, okay. it's back on. Yeah. And, then, and then seeing people getting rested and stuff like that, I was like, okay, so we're not worried about this record, but but they still fucking win. It's just yeah, yeah. That that uh, was the that was the road where they went back to back Minnesota Buffalo and then just put a touchdown down on yeah. fucking Buffalo. Yeah. So I was like, what are we they doing? They put a touchdown at this on point? Buffalo on the second half of a back to back with travel with yeah. time change too. Yeah, time like, change like, was, was one of them a day game. Mm-hmm. Uh, like yeah, they're, they're like, both game they're both games. games. Yeah, yeah. Were, yeah. Like, it's just stupid. a mess. The scheduling's been absolutely awful mm-hmm. but oh yeah they they don't seem to be affected by it at all it's crazy it's no and even like like do you think about the the nashville columbus games where they didn't play their best and then they just like go into pittsburgh and it's like a complete playoff game and then yeah. you you hear the like marshy being like oh well you know we're kind of like not respecting teams and then they just like go in and like play a great game against pittsburgh it's just mm-hmm. it, this team just continues to amaze me Yep. I loved that bit of candor by by yep. Marshawn mm-hmm. when he said that. We're just well, admitting, like, we're kind of overlooking some teams here. Yeah. Like, quiet yeah. part out loud, all the mm-hmm. same, but... No, I mean, just self-reflection, but also the ability to flip that switch immediately. Mm-hmm. And just right, like, course correct. Can, what, question what's the worst guys? stretch of the whole fucking season? Immediate course correct after, what, a week? Right. Yeah, it was. It had to be the Detroit-Chicago mm-hmm. games, right? Like, that was the worst hockey we saw them play all year. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think, we unless there was something stretches. earlier. There was there was one other stretch in like the in the End of middle part, yeah, middle part of the season. Yeah. So little we it. don't even remember. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't wild. tell you a single yeah. loss. <laughs> the only reason I even recognize it is because on my little board at work, I have like wins marked with green highlighter and uh, red red marker for the losses, mm-hmm. and there's like a little splotch of not green. Yeah. <laughs> on a board full of green. It's the green ridiculous. mile. The yeah. green mile? Yeah, for yeah. real. I'll take a picture of it and I'll post it at some point this week when the when the pod's out. Uh my but, question for you guys then. Yeah. Do you think that do you think that switch happens with Cassidy? If we never made the coach change, like when you think back to previous years of them being able, like, they're you like, are they going to turn a switch here and just flip it on at some point? Like, is it a Cassidy Monty thing? If this is 2000, go ahead, go ahead. If this was 2019, I'd say yes. Mm. But being now, hell no. Yeah. Yeah, It's wild. eh? Yeah. They've, they've done it before under Cassidy, not necessarily last year. It, this the switch never really got flipped for me, mm-hmm. but they've done it multiple times this year. Didn't and it feel a little? Go ahead. Didn't it feel a little more forced though compared to this? Like it's like they casually are oh, just yeah. like, oh, we're gonna be this team again. Oh yeah. No. Well, you know, yeah, a lot of it's wild. just because of how fucking morose Cassidy could be in mm-hmm. post game uh, press conferences or the players. Like this team and coach have been so candid and so just fucking. Blur like they're just blurting out their own truth, basically. Yeah, and, and I love seeing that. It's wild to think too that we're talking about the cat, the Cassidy's last year in this light when 
they had the best record in the NHL from January 1st mm -hmm. until the end of the season last year. And they had 107 points and 51 wins. Yep. And we're looking at last season like we're a fucking lottery team because in comparison, <laughs> we kind of were. Mm. It's <laughs> that, that said, walking into this playoff as opposed to last playoff, way more confidence this mm. year, obviously. Right. Because the team feels different. Last year, there was stretches of bad play, stretches of excellent play. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like we were better than some of the bigger teams as a fan though doesn't that make you a little more nervous like it makes I'm me more excited it makes right me now, so excited for the playoffs because last year it was kind of like oh yeah well like we're gonna work our way in and hopefully momentum can you know give us a decent little run this is yep. like holy shit like you're on yep. a roller coaster just waiting to go over the edge yep yeah it's yeah. terrifying because we we're at a point where if we do not win the whole thing it's a huge disappointment whereas last year mm -hmm. if we do win the whole thing it's wow that was awesome like that's yeah. there's a little bit of shock but when you get knocked out of the playoffs last year you're not completely blown away yeah exactly if they get piped by somebody in the first or second round we're going to be fucking miserable yeah. <laughs> and twitter's going to be twitter's going to be unbearable but is there a team in the eastern conference right now that you can confidently say will win four games in boston or like you know what i mean like four yeah. out of the seven games and you'd have to win at least one or two in boston not like confidently a, but like carolina scares me for yeah, a million reasons obvious reasons one that scares me the uh, sorokin man that, yeah. i don't want to play them in the first round i'll tell you yeah that. i mean any team with a goalie who like we just said can flip a switch yeah uh is dangerous as fuck. but for them to be able to flip a switch for four out of seven games in a in a series mm -hmm. i don't know You'd have know. to have a goalie go wild on you. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, sometimes that's how driving. teams win fucking championships, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But quick. Jonathan yeah. Quick. Yes, literally. exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I would probably say Carolina's the scary one. Uh luckily that one's pushed to the conference, right? Yes. Conference yeah. final, which is nice. Um Rangers are part of that too, I think. Yeah, yeah, Rangers. They're on a kind of a kind of a heater right now. I think Carolina's scared of the Rangers, to be honest. They don't have yeah. the best. They don't match up as play. well. Yeah, yeah, they don't match up as well. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we match Devils up perfectly own. fine with, with well, Devils, yeah, I think we match up well with them. Mm -hmm. But I think we match up pretty well with the Rangers. I don't, I just don't love the idea of playing Carolina right now. Because like you said, Thomas, there's one goalie that's going to go off mm -hmm. that no one's thinking about right now. You know what I mean? That's like on a team. Like, I, I don't know who to give you an example. Yeah. Let's, let's just say Jonathan Quick with Vegas. He could go berserk and yep. like no one would even know why. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jonathan Quick. Uh, I, I feel like you're probably uh, onto something there too, because if somebody does that, it's probably going to be in the West Coast because mm -hmm. it's fucking wide open. Yeah, like you got Ottinger over there. There's no real team that's terrifying over there. We clinched the President's Trophy before anybody in the West clinched a playoff spot. Mm, stupid. By yeah. two minutes, like, but still, but it counts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one so asked dumb. how. Yeah. <laughs> Brett, was it you? Because I saw a couple people post it, but I, I feel like I saw you post something along the lines of the score differential. How yeah, we're just TS, lapping yeah, people. 
Yeah, TSN put up a like it was a a graphic. I actually thought it was betting odds, and I was like, "Why the f- why are people yeah, it why is that it ugly. plus fifty? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> "What does plus fifty mean?" I don't know if I can pull it up, but if you go to my Twitter, Brett Howard underscore, you'll be able to see it if you scroll down. It's just it's a graphic of all the teams that have like the top plus goal differentials in the league, mm. and we're like what plus one twenty nine, and the yeah. next closest is plus fifty six. It's just like I, that'll never not be funny to me yeah. i'm sorry it's the i just don't understand how it happens no like that's no. crazy to me yeah we're but. at plus 20 we're at plus 120 and the next closest is plus 54 mm-hmm. like and then you got the ducks who aren't even the worst team in the league at like what minus 122 <laughs> yeah like what are we is that even the nhl anymore yeah <laughs> yeah like holy shit. i i do feel like that's like kind of a, a byproduct of some of the blowouts that we've seen this year mm. uh because there's been some ugly games for sure like we just saw the bruins put up touchdowns a couple of times in the last couple of weeks but to me that shit didn't happen when we were growing up i literally see eight five games you, you we saying that i literally just got chills thinking about how many times we've blown out teams this year yeah. Like what? It yeah. just, it doesn't seem like that's the one thing about this year is I hope I look back on and just like, remember how amazing it was. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like what there's obviously the Krejci thing, the Bergeron thing, whatever, like push all that to the summer. I just want to be able to look at this year and be satisfied with the effort they put in no yeah. matter what the fuck happens. And yeah. so far you, there's nothing to compl- like literally I'm listening to your guys' podcast and listen to other podcasts. We're pulling each other's teeth trying to talk about shit at this point. Yeah. We've been trying to find negative shit to talk about on this team cuz you can't just sit here and tug the tits of the coach yeah. and Bergeron all year. Michael Mike Fel- Mike Felger is literally short-circuiting right now. Yeah. 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 Jeez. I mean most of the negativity that we've talked about on this podcast for the last 2 months has been probably dunking on radio personalities and other random shit that has just pissed (laughs) us off yeah if you think about it though like brett you were just saying like you just like this team's so interesting and 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 it's been this way it'll almost be the biggest letdown if at the end of the year we don't get some sort of film capped by a uh a stanley cup because of all the storylines um bergeron coming back for another year getting the cap and see like etc etc was was all great uh like two years ago but now it's just like let's let's pull this together and you have players like felino fucking all of a sudden being who we wanted in the first place and that he wasn't last year that's a huge storyline nhl players yeah and and then pasta going overseas and somehow convincing krejci like dude just come back for another year and that working out then the pasta contract Mm -hmm. the winner classic comeback this goaltending duo just fucking gelling like Jake there's so many little 40 42 goals in dude, fucking 84 games in a year i'm embarrassed like, that i what? didn't even think of that one right there yeah. fuck dude there's yeah, so many amazing 50 goals past yeah. 100 points like it, it's never ending Plus yeah. I, 56 it's yeah. insane dude and then you got Olmark who's quietly creeping up on the most wins of all time in mm-hmm. the franchise 120 year old franchise what the fuck bro <laughs> like what are yeah. we doing yeah but it's like you said like it's yeah uh, i was listening to another podcast today and they were talking about the president's trophy curse 
Um, I know it's not in the itinerary, but it's something I just wanted to bring up. They were talking about how, like, you know, over the past years, the Bruins, yeah, it's not the greatest thing if you win the President's Trophy. But over the course of time, like the best team in the league since they've had the President's Trophy has won the Cup 22% of the time. That's actually Mm -hmm. pretty good when you, like, look at those numbers over, I don't I think it's been around since the 80s or whatever. Mm -hmm. But when you look at it that way, it makes you feel a little better. And it's like, you think about the curse of the great Cape Bambino. Like if any Boston, if any city's going to break a curse, it's got to be fucking Boston. Yep. Right. Yep. Like we got to just, that's what we got to hope for at this point. I think all bullshit aside. Yeah. I think the president's tr- trophy curse is overblown. That's overblown. what they were saying in the pod. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's, cause it's just, of, you're, if you, you're, you have eight play, you have 16 playoff spots ostensibly. Like the you're playing the odds if you predict that the p- team that doesn't win the president's trophy doesn't win the cup. Mm-hmm. However, we we haven't seen a team like this in a we haven't seen a team like this in a long time. I mean, yes, Tampa did win 62 games um, uh, back in uh, 2018, 2019. They weren't nearly as dominant. They won a mm-hmm. lot of one goal games that year. Mm-hmm. So, they don't have as many regulation wins either. No, yeah, exactly. Which is- game changer right and this and it's like in the like you just said in the cap era this is this is the greatest team in the cap era i don't give a shit what anyone says like the way the way that this team is constructed and how the money's been moved around yeah you got bergeron and krejci coming back for a million dollars each but in my head this is like one of the most dominant teams we've seen in the cap era Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's just we haven't had a team this deep successfully in in the sweeney era Mm-hmm. like we're always oh, we need bottom six scoring we have so mm-hmm. much of it that we don't we have too much like we have, we have too guys many who the, should be playing who aren't we think about how many like uh second line wingers we have like we have bertuzzi and Hollis lining up on the third line like what how long have we been waiting just for a right winger on the second line like mm-hmm. it's like now we have four of them that are like there's no room for anybody zaka comes out of nowhere freddie how do you take him out of the lineup when felino comes back like it's like it, this this i don't know this season's just yep. insane i don't it's hard to put words together freddie is another uh, example of an awesome storyline for this season mm-hmm. too yeah, did you see what he said after he booped that guy in the head? No. He was just like, he was like, sometimes you hit, or sometimes you get hit, sometimes you don't. And it was just like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I love the simplicity and stupidity of him sometimes. It's so yeah, fucking perfect. Like, he's kind of an idiot. Yeah. yeah. It's so good, though. But, yeah, I mean, that from was a... Tra- Go ahead. Those translations of him, like, I'm glad I didn't get knocked the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, from a, uh, just a a number standpoint you say 22 25% of the president's trophy winners go on and win the stanley cup so one out of five one out of four somewhere in that range that's what jeff team, merrick said yeah you put us in the final four like that that brings you to the final four in the playoffs yeah, that's final. already yeah that's already a huge win to get through all those teams and then you got to win eight games Mm-hmm. You have to have above 500 win percentage from that point out. I'm not scared of the win percentage of this team. No, that's so, so crazy. It's so good. crazy when you put it that way. Okay, in the West, who are you guys afraid of? 
that's what i'm saying yeah. like it's like we just gotta get there like yeah. is edmonton <laughs> the scariest thing we could deal with and yeah. then what you just put pucks in the net and you I get mean, you'll just out you yeah. score mcdavid yeah you know what i mean dry went nuclear last year on one leg oh, yeah one of the craziest performances i've ever seen in the playoffs yeah and Stuart skinner has solidified a starting job over there mm-hmm. so kind of got andrew hammond vibes the uh, hamburger God, uh, yeah, i know i know right oh, i like that's, that I, that's i'd be scared like that's why when people are, like writing off edmonton like oh if they have to play la in the first round i'm like are you fucking kidding me like mcdavid can score <laughs> four goals series. a game that would be a good series yeah. it would be a great series yeah. but i just i don't know it would be it, a great series because mcdavid would probably pull 20 points in five games oh yeah right with that goal, didn't, with that goal. didn't he get like 35 points in the playoffs last year in like something. 17 games or something dumb like it just uh, enough of that but i i just mm-hmm. wanted to hear you guys laugh about like what, what what are we even scared of in the west at this point it's insane i feel like the eastern conference finals is gonna be basically the finals mm-hmm. yeah. uh it'll be more terrifying yeah. Kind of like Tampa and uh, the Islanders when they had to play the yep. Canadian division type shit. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. That was such a weird lopsided playoff. Oh my God. Um, yeah. It was still entertaining because it's like NHL playoffs are the best playoffs period. Yeah. But the best thing about yeah. that is the Montreal Canadians were the first team to go to the uh, Stanley cup finals and then end up in 32nd place yeah. the next year. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, what yeah. are we doing? Yeah. And my favorite was like the Twitter breakdown of of Canadians fans who were like, Well, we lost Shea Weber, so like that's a huge difference. And yeah. It's like, yeah, obviously, like he's a phenomenal player, but thirty second place, bro, like yeah. A healthy Shea Weber maybe maybe put you in maybe the twentieth. Like twentieth yeah. range. And and that's being nice. Yeah. That cup that cup final run, Shea Weber was playing it turns out Shea Weber was playing at maybe twenty percent health. Yeah. 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 Guy guy should not have been playing, but nah. he, one of my favorite players liked, ever. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say I've always liked him, so no bad words for I, him. I, I hated when he went to when he went to the Canadians, but Oh yeah, yeah. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was hard for me to like root against him, so it was just I don't care. I yeah. just tried to avoid it. As a Canadian and like uh like cheering for national teams, like I, I've always liked Carey Price. This mm-hmm. one guy, like, you know what I mean? And I've always respected him battle his battles against Tuca. They were yep. some of the best ever. Yeah. yeah. Speaking I of mean, we we we're lucky because we're in a generation that have gotten to watch a number of goaltenders that you can respect and only hate because of the the jersey on the front, but not the name on the back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, I'm talking yeah. Uh, Carey Price is a good example. I think Fleury is a good example. Yeah. I think uh, Hank is a good example. Oh yeah. And then 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 there's a little bit of a drop off, but yeah. Like we we have been really fucking spoiled by getting to see some amazing goaltenders the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's it's weird now with tandems. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. There's so many good goalies out there now. Yep. Different age. Different age. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you yeah. think, real quick, do you think we see Swayman in the playoff game, even after a win? Sure. Monty said he wouldn't be afraid to do it. Yeah. And, like, you, you like the only reason I ask is Jeff Merrick and Ellie Friedman were talking about it today and tandems because they were talking about Calgary and just what, what a shit show that is. And they were also saying, like, well, look at Boston. They could be the first team that, like, successfully plays both goalies in the playoffs and gets wins out of both of them. Mm-hmm. I'm not – I'm not going to say no, 
Uh, I don't think it's going to be an intention right off the bat. I don't think it's going to be like, oh, Mark's got the first two. And then when we get back on the road, we're going to give a game to Sway. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be that. I think it's I think it's going to be a case-by-case basis, but I think Omar is going to get the nod more often yeah. than not. Situationally yeah. A situation, matchup, whatever is, is the case. But like, if Omar struggles or if, if he's getting exposed by a certain, a certain line on a team, maybe the conversation starts. But I wouldn't... I, I, let's put a percentage on it. What's What percentage, Andrew, do you think you see a game out of Swayman in the playoffs? 100%. You think so? Yeah. I okay. Do. Because I think that I, I think that Swayman Swayman's the way that Swayman has played this year and the way that Monty specifically has, the last couple of weeks too. Yes. Yeah. I think that he doesn't want him. I, I I think that having a having a fresh sway and having a sway that's still warmed up could mm-hmm. be quite could be a hell of a boon for this team yeah um i know that conventional thinking will say that if you have two goalies you have none kind of thing mm-hmm. but i monty has all year every button he's pushed has been the right one so mm-hmm. i think i a hundred percent chance especially if we go on a particularly long run hundred percent chance we see yeah. yeah and, yeah and I would put a percentage on like it being like a 60% chance that it's not performance or injury driven that he just that's that Monty just says we're just up three nothing in this series Swayman yeah. starts game four yeah, yeah. just get a turn yep. yeah I'm fine with that I'm fine I think 100% if you talk about like the the complete scope of if they go let's say even to the conference finals I think there's a 100% chance there but maybe in the first round I would, I would put it up like 40% Especially if we play Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brett, what do you yeah. think, dude? I I think, honestly, I'm going to go a little lower. I think there's 75% chance. Mm-hmm. Only because, like, this is, mine's situational. I think, like, you're up, say you're up 3-1. You won three in a row, lost one. And you're going back-to-back on that other one. Let's just say that's a, a, a situation. I, and you're going home. Sway plays that game in mm-hmm. my head. Just because, like, he's good at home. And why not rest all mark? You're up three games to one. If you lose that game, you throw all mark back in. It's not like he's been out for that long because it was a back to back. I think it's going to be very situational, but it's like Andrew said, I don't think it'll be, I, I can agree that I don't think it'll be injury. Like I, I think the possibility of you seeing it just because Monty feels comfortable in both of his guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, you got a team this year too that's playing the same in front of both goalies, which we did not have last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. huge difference yep. for me. Yep. Good point. So, I'm into yeah. that. Um, yeah, all hands on. I, I mean, I, we're 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 all on the same page. I don't think there's any question that Olmark is the guy. Mm. Uh, we're not going to see uh, Dan Vladar in the playoffs, which is yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but more importantly, we're not going to see Jordan fucking Bennington in the playoffs. Fuck oh, Jordan Bennington. Fuck. fuck that guy. Yeah, I'm still... I just wanted to get that out. I'm still upset at Monty. I swear they switched the goalie rotation so Swayman wouldn't fight him. And I'm okay with that because I don't I don't want Swayman getting hurt, but yeah. they purposely switched the goalie rotation. Yeah. So Swayman, that Swayman's crazy. He would dust him. Oh, he for sure would have found any reason he could to go fight him. Especially <laughs> after the Montreal game when there was like he didn't need to go to center ice, but he hundred percent just was like, I'm gonna and be they just crazy. Pointed, and yeah. they just pointed. Yeah. 
Yeah, what a baller. But yeah, I'm still, I get why they did it because Swayman said like, oh, I'll fight in in an interview. He was like, oh yeah, I have no problem fighting. So it's yeah. like, you kind of got to protect that guy, that especially <laughs> if, if, if you're thinking like, maybe we might need him in the playoffs. So yeah. with the nicest guy in the NHL, Marc-Andre Fleury, eagerly goes to the other end of the ice uh-huh. and tells the ref, let me go. He's been asking for this for years. <laughs> this will be fun. The fans will love it. Yeah, this will be fun. Like, what the fuck? What a beauty. I, I love him. He's so, like, you can I, tell that was that not the most Canadian thing ever. Oh, he's yeah. just like smile on his face. Like, yes, yeah. please. That was a thank you. That was a scene. Yeah. It up. was, it was, I was like, holy shit, dude. That they had him mic'd up. Like, that was yo, those, the best possible mic to have him mic'd up that yeah. night. Which should, I think they should be finding refs. Like you got to yeah. find those linesmen for that. That was brutal, yeah. dude, yeah. because I've seen it early in the year. They let Lucic and McDermott go and yeah. like they weren't, you know, they were standing between them. And then one of the rest was just like, oops, let go of Lucic. And now well, we I have think, a fight at center. <laughs> I think part of that is just I don't want to get in between Lucic, but like, yeah, flower flower out there like, I, w- I would like to throw a punch if, pl- yeah. if I can, please. Like, is it all possible? You, can, you feel like you can put your hand on his chest and back him up. Yeah. Yeah, right. I also think it has to do with two goalies not wearing helmets right before yeah. they fight. They don't want yeah. them to fall, which I get. I mm. Insurance wise, I get that. But shame on you, NHL. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a quick aside. Did you guys happen to catch a couple of days ago when uh, <laughs> Trevor Zegras was uh, chirping? Oh, yes. Beach? Yes. I wouldn't do that. No, and that, that that's why they have the officials so quick to like separate mm-hmm. these guys because if Lucic gets his hand on Trevor Zegers, Trevor Zegers would be deleted from this from this world. Mm-hmm. Deleted. Oh yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. And and you kind of looked at Zegers, look at his bench, like oh man, that could have went bad. No, and there's like, like, but you can tell like Zegers is trying Zegers is trying to make his hay as an irritant in the in the in the NHL, mm-hmm. and his teammates are just like. Mason McTavish is just like, dude, no, stop. Yeah. We're not going to fight your battles. One of these days, you're going to get yourself fucking killed. He, yeah. He's going to be t- protecting him for the next 20 years. Mm-hmm. If they stay in Anaheim, like he's yeah. going to be protecting that kid. Congratu- I like that McTavish kid. You're, congratulations. You're you're Marty McSorley now. You're going to be the bodyguard. <laughs> yeah. Could have been an elite player, but we need you to protect this guy. Oh, my God. So Andrew, is that you? No, that's me. That's you? Yeah. It's normally it's- Andrew. No, dude, once upon. No, I haven't had that in a while. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, oh, I actually bro. have walls. Andrew, yeah, I was going to say, Andrew's in the closet hiding. Yeah, from he's the literally, yeah, he's like in a utility closet. <laughs> yeah, my studio is in the, my studio is the closet because there's, so there's no echo. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Taylor Hall, back, full practice participant. Andrew, thoughts? Monty? said that they want to get him into the last couple of games of the season to get him into game shape. He was, as Brett said earlier, he's practicing on the third line. Mm -hmm. A third line of Taylor Hall, Charlie Coyle, and Tyler Bertuzzi. Yeah. (laughs) May I quote, Brett, may I quote your co-host? Absolutely. Horny. Yeah. Yeah. Horny. That's the... Dumbest third line. That's an oh NHL created team third line. <laughs> that uh, is that is that is your that is year four of your franchise. I was just gonna say you 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 have no picks from twenty twenty eight to twenty thirty two because you put that third line together. Yeah. Either that or you're sitting so you're there the 20, slamming so the four straight button. Tampa Bay yeah. Lightning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, How many games does he play out of these? Think two. 
He's got to play tomorrow against Toronto, right? Only yeah. makes sense, especially because I I think this is a this is a chess match for Monty and Sheldon. Yeah, Monty Keith. said he's doubtful, but he said the line. Yeah, um, yeah. The, boxes. Sheldon Keefe said the exact same thing a bit with Ryan O'Reilly, and I bet you they both play tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would not be surprised at all. Because yeah, like, why not? Right, round tonight. two matchup. I think, I think O'Reilly played tonight. Did he? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, so there you go. But yeah. did, just seeing him back in that yellow uh, jersey was like, what? The? I did not think we were going to see this this early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially when he's getting a third opinion. Like, yeah. you guys have had injuries before. Third opinions normally means, like, you're done for the season. Yeah, third opinion means, like, stop guys, here. stop making phone calls. Like, yeah. stop calling people. Just lay down. At yeah, one right. point, he was pictured in a bar in Colorado. And I know there's, like, really good knee surgeons in Colorado. And I was mm-hmm. like, man, this is getting out of hand now. Like, yeah. clearly, it must be bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I don't think he tore, like, there was a report earlier in the year that he tore an ACL. If he tore an ACL, he wouldn't be skating right now. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not that. But it's something that he's definitely going to have to have surgery on at the end of the year. Yeah, you yeah. said that last week, too. And I, I think that's I think that's certainly the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a, he got about as much rest as you can get if you're going to attempt to be productive in the playoffs. Right. Also, my question is, is oh, my question would be, uh, at this point, like, obviously, I want him in the playoffs, even if he's like 70%. It's, it's good to have that. But if he's not healthy enough for the playoffs, if this is, I'm going to go ahead and knock on wood with this, but if this is a Tuca situation where he came back, tries it for a couple of games and realizes, nope, I can't go. I think, it, I mean, you know, if, if that's the case, fine, because at least we know. But I'm not terrified of this team without him going into this playoff either. We are kind of proving that we don't that he's a luxury. Yeah. Not that we don't yeah. need him. I, I I think all hands on deck. But yeah. former Frederick most valuable has, player. Frederick <laughs> almost has twenty fucking goals. I like yeah. the, him riding shotgun to Coil has just been unbelievable this year. You can tell he's really Coil's really taking him under his wing in a leadership role. Mm-hmm. But then like like we were just talking about, then we have Bertuzzi. Like it's just it's insane this depth. But I really hope it does work out for Hall because he's never really won at any level. Like mm-hmm. didn't win the World Juniors, didn't win um, in the OHL. I'm 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 almost 100 percent sure of that. And then like all he's really right. done is won an M- MVP award, right? Like this he guy won an MVP dragging a yeah dragging a three quarter dead corpse of the New Jersey Devils to the playoffs. And I also they got heard stomped. <laughs> I also heard from a couple of people that this was kind of like, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Mighty Ducks uh, franchise, but I, I heard that he, he Monty kind of Gordon Bombayed him and um, Hall's been hiding in this injury for a while and he pu- pulled them out of that road trip in Canada and sent them hmm. home. Because he was like, we need you for the future of this organization, he not just he this year. Turn the stick, is that what you're saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a you know and what? is hall not a cake a eater sense. too yeah it makes so much sense <laughs> now well that makes a lot of sense because when when he was sent home we were like that that's weird why didn't they why didn't you just travel with the team because they were mm-hmm. coming back home after that next game but they sent him home early mm-hmm. he hit somebody in vancouver winced and like barely got off the ice and i guess montgomery was like what are you doing you're injured and sent him home apparently that's just rumors that i've heard yeah. so yeah it would make sense know. uh just by uh just by context alone yeah so and like especially with third opinions and stuff i i just 
I, I really hope he is okay because like what we were saying i would love you if you're fighting through an injury like that you clearly want to you see what's special in this group yeah. and you want to be a part yep. of it absolutely yep i mean you know how this team is at the end of the playoffs we always hear this mm-hmm. huge list of everything that these guys were going through and taylor hall is going to be at the top of that list i think yeah oh yeah patrice bergeron played game six of the stanley cup finals with his lung in his elbow bringing up bergeron are you guys not are you guys a little worried that like he's he has this lingering ish injury now and he's played he played like eight like 76 out of the fucking set or 74 out of the first 76 games i'm not just because of who it is yeah but I, I don't know he had this like illness or something monty was talking about and he was like saying he's like it's not really getting better so that's why they didn't bring him to carolina i think it was mm-hmm. a, a week or so ago and he's just been kind of off and on since but like you said like who it is it doesn't worry me as much because this guy can try and win a cup with a punctured lung this mm-hmm. dude this but, dude also has been crocked in the face five or six times this year. that's uh, his ear was hanging off the other yeah. night i was <laughs> like what the <laughs> I how is that, how is my that brain changed from a five minute major to a four minute double minor is that like not allowed because frederick punched that guy's lights out that's yeah. why oh, yeah. <laughs> frontier justice yeah one punch no man. but yeah i, I thought that was kind of weird I, I thought it was kind of i don't know boone jenner going at carlo like that late in the game kind of seemed a little fishy too i don't yeah. really like that especially boone jenner's from literally london ontario born down the road from me and i don't know him to be a dirty player at all uh skating with him in the summers and stuff but i just didn't like that hit on carlo mm-hmm. especially with carlo's concussion injury mm-hmm. yeah yeah there's I'm, I'm sure you guys are the same way but like there's certain times where he's in against the boards and i'm just like terrified watching mm-hmm. other guys skate around yeah. him it's like please don't fucking do this especially when mm-hmm. he tilts his neck just a little bit uh, on the yeah. on the partition and i'm like please nobody come in nobody come it's in. it's scary because i feel like i know exactly what you're talking about and i can think of at least one or two exact uh incidences this season where i saw what you were saying and it i feel like i want to say he's learned how to protect himself a little bit better yes. but then he does he does those type of things that andrew mm-hmm. just said and it yeah. still terrifies me he almost looks like a baby giraffe like he like looks down he's yeah. so Tail long yeah, yeah and he looks down and it's just like pick your neck up dude yeah. Like, ah. yep. <laughs> yeah get that low center of gravity bro like yeah. please you're terrifying but- me but you're right. He's there. Ha- Twelve. You don't have to be low. Yeah. Yeah. And there has been other times this season where I'm like, oh, you rolled off that hit nicely. Okay, mm-hmm. you're learning. Like, yep. good. Right. Right. So, I, yep. it's a battle, I guess. Yep. Real quick, before we get too far from it, your point of the uh, the third line of Bertuzzi, Hall, and Coyle. Mm-hmm. Imagine in our sorrow after 2019. If my drunk ass called you guys and was like, yo, don't worry about it. In a couple of years, we're going to have a fucking third line with Taylor Hall on it. And Bertuzzi will be there too. <laughs> like, it's the dumbest like, shit. I, like the concept of it still doesn't make sense. And me. also, B- B- Butch Cassidy is going to be coaching uh, Eichel. Yeah. <laughs> you would be like, oh my God, this team's a wagon. <laughs> I'd be like, I, I, I'd be like, Thomas, you know, yeah. this is a cry for help. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we love you. We wanted yep. to see you better. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, true, though. You're right. Like, uh, t- t- 
waking up to the Tyler Bertuzzi trade was like waking up to the Hall trade. I know it's a little different, yeah. but I was just mm-hmm. kind of like, what the, we had actually happened? Holy shit. Yeah. I didn't see it coming. I felt like the Hall thing was kind of like in the cards and you were mm-hmm. just waiting to see if it would actually work out. Mm-hmm. The Bertuzzi thing, I don't know if I wasn't following it tight enough, but when I saw the trade come through, I was just like, where the fuck did that come from? Orlov and Hathaway too. I was yeah. like, what the hell, man? Yeah. Orlov's kind of slowed down a little, eh? I mean, he came in with such a fucking yeah. fury. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not expecting him to be that that guy. I just That's want what to I'm see saying. good quality shifts out of him because we don't need him to be the guy. And he came in and just blew his load basically for the first couple games. Got everybody super rambunctious about the dude and like, oh, we gotta resign him. We gotta do this. Yeah. He's still been solid, but he's really he's yeah. still been very solid. Yeah. He's still been yeah. very solid. But yeah. I also think that the the way the team is kind of going about their business right now feels like they're i don't want to say like they're not trying to win games because i think that's bullshit and i don't think there's a single nhl team that does that but i do think that their compete level is lower on purpose right now they're trying not to get hurt yeah right? yeah 100 yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and then, then you get then games you, like nashville yeah and then you and then you see you know orloff just dust Bennington with a mm. 100 mile an hour slapper mile per mm. hour slapper from the point that yep. you know offsides it didn't count but it counted in my heart mm-hmm. yeah get rid of the blue line in overtime what the fuck are we doing <laughs> like you want to play this like fun video game yeah. to end the game but yet you keep the rules yeah like what are what are we do? like keep the red line for icings i get that one as much but you wouldn't have those cutbacks you wouldn't have offside challenges in overtime which is wild to me three yep. on three overtime like I still think I still think there should be an over and back rule in the overtime in, in overtime. Mm. There, sh- there should be a yeah, kind of like lacrosse back, back court violation. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that too. One or the other doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's just that's that's the stuff that we have to worry about this season. Yeah, or exactly. be upset about. <laughs> oh, we had to go to a shootout and Charlie. Yeah, just froze Jordan Bennington. Oh my so god, weird. what was he doing? Benning, who Bennington or Coyle? Yes, no, no Coyle. I no, know Coyle, Coyle was Coyle just was, waiting. Coyle was just move. Okay, yeah, move. Fine. <laughs> like that was the worst place or worst game of chicken I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like fuck. I don't know if you guys know this, but I have a game sheet where I scored on Jordan Bennington. So fuck that guy. Oh really? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Hate that guy. Uh, Always hated him. Did you chirp him? Did you chirp him afterwards? I don't remember. He, he used to play for the Richmond Stars, so we always had beef with them. But yeah, was he was he a guy. piece of shit back then too? Actually, yeah, I remember he two handed a kid in the tournament. I'm not even lying. Yeah, <laughs> right in the back of the legs, got suspended. Mm-hmm. He was wild. It's like one thing to like do some of the shit that he does, and maybe it's just his face, but like looking at him do this shit and then his attitude about it he's mm-hmm. just so fucking punchable and mm-hmm. i don't think any other fan base likes him no, and i don't, I don't even think if... half of st louis does. i was really. just gonna say that i don't think they do anymore man like mm-hmm. how do you they put... only have him raising the cup as their retort they don't that's actually pretty much it anymore. that's pretty much it and that's an example of a goalie going sicko mode for no fucking reason yeah. at all yep. yeah literally I put up a thing about power play percentage and like teams going into the power play uh, where they're they're like normally in the top 10 
And then when they get in, or sorry, when they get in the playoffs, their power play percentage before then is normally in the top 10. And then once they get in, it gets up into like the top five for teams that win the cup. And you look at St. Louis that year and they were 12th and they went up to 10th out of 16 teams in the, mm-hmm. in the play. And it's just like, you could uh, just one of those years, man. Fuck. Yep. Mm-hmm. Never. Ugh. And I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm hoping for some, I'm hoping for some uptick on this power play, which we're kind of seeing, we're kind of seeing a little bit. He's, there's some that, movement. It's still not yeah. great, but there's movement, which is something like that we didn't stock, have for like, there's like a two half weeks. Stock down there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's just like with all the firepower, like it's got to click at some point, right? Mm-hmm. It's got to. Just got to keep, just got to keep work, keep tinkering at it, keep trying to find the right combinations. Well, it's like Monty, didn't Monty say like, at some point, it's not about switching the power play. It's about the guys on it need to That's figure exactly it out. That's exactly what he said. Yeah. yeah. Commitment to doing the right thing was his exact quote. Yep. Is it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. There you go. <laughs> fucking job. Which can be yeah. taken in different ways too, but. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Not, not upset by the statement. Uh, before no. we jump into uh, voicemails or anything else. Uh, you do have a question here on the itinerary from Mr. Antisocialite on Twitter. Uh, and I wanted to touch on this. We kind of briefly talked about it earlier in the show, but uh, a few weeks ago we gave who we do and don't want to see in the first round. Has that changed for you, Andrew? Like now that we're down to basically three teams? I don't want to see the Islanders as uh, Brett so eloquently mm-hmm. pointed out earlier because Sorokin can Sorokin can steal a series by himself. Mm-hmm. I think that's I think I think that's established. Um, For those listening, it's Florida Islanders, Pittsburgh. That's yep. that's where we're yeah. kind of looking at. Yeah, because yeah. it's kind of flopped a bit since you guys last did this, yeah. right? Because Florida yeah. was out of it. Yep. Yeah, Florida's yeah, yeah. back in. Florida. If the playoffs were to start today, our opponent would be the New York Islanders. They are on the mm-hmm. second wild card. Florida is tied with them, but they hold the tiebreaker. So in the first wild card, and Pittsburgh is out. Mm-hmm. Mm wow like that's pretty shocking which would, sucks because i would love to play jari in the playoffs yeah, yeah. first of yeah. all <laughs> oh yeah panthers or pe- penguins don't want i kind of don't want to say this on a live mic but i think we'd rinse them both mm-hmm. islanders i'm a little more concerned about mm-hmm. islanders have the ability to take two yeah and like they're the type of team too that's like they they're the t- like they're just like let's just get in and yep. when we get in, we're the team that's tough to play against in the playoffs. Like their style of play, it's and annoying. They have, they have been drags tough for us. on you. Yeah. <laughs> and that's and now they've got Sorokin at like a good clip now. Mm-hmm. Whereas before it was kind of like I think we played Vermal off a couple times or whatever. He was still yeah. a rookie. But I just I don't know if Sidney Crosby might I don't know if he'll let the Pittsburgh Penguins die like this, man. Like he's only not missed the playoffs once. I would love to play them in the first round. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, like to Smith and Jari, that is a tandem I will take on. Yeah, all day long. Game that game last Saturday was proof positive of why I want to play the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah, yep. just cannot hold a lead. Defense is leaky as hell. Mike Sullivan is crumbling, mm-hmm. and Jari. I don't know if Jari's hurt or it just isn't that good. He can't get healthy apparently. Yeah, that's what they're saying. That's yeah, what they're and, saying. That he he can't get healthy. The additions that Ron Hextall made are torpedoing. Yeah. <laughs> torpedoing. What Ron. a wild guy! Yeah. <laughs> like wow, he really said fuck this franchise. I played for Philly yeah. for so many years. Yeah. Fuck this yeah, franchise. Fucking, sleep, <laughs> fucking sleeper agent. Yeah. What a story that would be. He's there just uh, to end the run. 
Yeah. <laughs> what is it? It's 16, 17 years of straight yeah. playoff yeah. appearances. Like yeah, it'll be, yeah, it'll be 18 this year. And I, I would love to play Pittsburgh in the first round. The only reason I'm saying I'll stick with hoping that they're not in the playoffs at all is because our homie from Caps Chirp has a bet out there uh, <laughs> that, that Pittsburgh doesn't make the playoffs. And uh, I think he has a decent amount of money on it. Uh, or at least at least it's with somebody that he really needs to beat. So I'm going to stick with with our homie hockey troll and and say I'm going to still root for for Pittsburgh not making the playoffs. So do you want to know how bad uh, at predictions I truly am? <laughs> I have a t- I have a 12 pack of high noon riding on the fact that the Penguins would end up with a better record than the Islanders this year. Oh my God! This is gonna go Andrew, down the final. Andrew's day. <laughs> half of his life is just finding yeah. ways to give alcohol to other people. I was getting. <laughs> do you, Andrew? Do you like pain? Yeah. Is that what this is about? Like, <laughs> I, he's just I a love- very general. Like, no, he could never be a bartender because you would make zero money because he yeah. just gives alcohol away with <laughs> terrible. You had bets. a hard day here. Have a double. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's. I think that's it, man. And shout out to Ryan, my old boss. He's gonna be the. Uh, he's gonna be the uh, one that gets to enjoy the spoils of that. How do you guys feel about potential of playing Kachuk in the first round, though? I don't know if I want to do that. I know he can't take over a series, but it would be annoying, and we'd probably lose a player, too. Yeah, it's... uh, I don't know, man. It's still... It's... It would kick off the the playoffs in a bigger way, I think. Like, it might be a spark plug for us to go in and beat a player like that. I kind of like that. Like you, you come in, like if you come in, and like that was kind of like what I said a couple of weeks ago about the idea of playing Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's not Pittsburgh anymore, but mm-hmm. you go in and you beat a player like Crosby handedly, then you feel good going into the next round. It could sometimes it's just that little confidence push. Not that I don't think that this fucking team is confident, but sometimes you gotta you gotta get over certain hurdles, even if it's just mental. Where it's just like we just beat a team that has one of the top 10 player top five player all time like it could be wrong good. too but that happened to the rangers last year right mm-hmm. like they beat pittsburgh and then went to the eastern conference finals yeah. yep so and they had no I, business being there they, they yeah. that was too early i thought they would be there this year or mm-hmm. even next year and i don't i don't know what's gonna happen with that they kind team, of but ran through carolina who was a, 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 a objectively better team it helps there. when you have the goaltender that you have like oh yeah there's yeah. that jesus but yeah but yeah um I'm gonna st- I'm gonna go ahead and and fire up the voicemail right now. I need to apologize because I have two voicemails that are refusing to load. It showed me the phone number, but it will not ro- uh, load the data. So if you've called in, this is going to be the most blanket shit ever. If you called this week to leave a voicemail <laughs> from area code five zero eight or seven seven four, which are basically half of massachusetts so our target worcester, market yeah if you're in the worcester or cape cod Barnstable yes. area, yeah if you're <laughs> calling from nantucket please call again i see your phone number here i'm not gonna read it i'm not that dumb but i i can't load your voicemail i no, do have one voicemail i can't it's nothing's loading for it uh. Google Voice has been giving me all kinds of shit. I I don't know what the fuck's going on, but uh, I do have one that's loading. And it is from Zach. Long time. He hasn't called in, called in a couple weeks. 
he's been busy. I know he's got a lot of shit going on, uh, but I think I sparked him up the other day when I was talking about college hockey because he is going to Quinnipiac next year, and I was like, oh, bro. I'm taking you out for beers. I don't even know if he's old enough to drink, but he's not. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> I'll, I'll get him loaded in the parking lot because I love going to Quinnipiac games. So uh, let's go to Zach. What's going on, guys? This is Zach T calling in. It's been a little while, but I give you guys a call and ask you guys a fun question here as we get closer and closer to the playoffs. At this point, we have 60 wins. I hope maybe by the time that this episode. Um, that's coming up airs. It's more like 61 or 62. But anyways, um, I know that you guys have talked about, you know, what the playoff matchups might look like for the first round for Boston. But I, I want to get your guys' thoughts on which team from the Metro would you most like to play in an Eastern Conference final? And which team from the Metro would you be least, you know, would least like to want to play in the Eastern Conference final? In my opinion, I would go for, I would most like um, to play uh, the New York Rangers. The team I'd least like to play is the Devils, uh, just because of the way that we've played them so far this year and, and how they've walked uh, recently, um, both of those teams. But anyways, hope you guys are having a good week and uh, go Bees. Go Bees. Thanks, Zach. Um, I dig the question. Uh, I disagree. Uh I would prefer to play the Devils because of how we've played them. And also, I would love to give that fan base a big, fat fucking glass of shut-up juice. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they have been so far up their own dickholes. They're getting mouthy over there. <laughs> it's, been, it's been rough over there. Um, exciting team to watch, which will make it an exciting team to beat. Uh, the team I don't want to play is Hurricanes. I don't know how many yeah. more times I can say it on this podcast. But, uh, Brett, what do you think? That was a good. The, I like to spin on it though. Like that's something mm-hmm. a little different because it. it I had like uh, I have a couple New York Rangers buddies, so I, I have a bet with one of them that if they play the Devils in the first round, I think the Devils are going to take it. Just I, just because I wanted to be a shithead. That but, is going to be a bloodbath. Yeah, exactly right. And like you love those inner state or close state rivalries but I I think I'm going to have to agree with you. I'd rather I'd r- probably want to play the Devils in the Eastern Conference Finals. And I, I'm i scared of the Hurricanes, but I'd be more scared of the Rangers with Shesterkin. You think so? Yeah, just because yeah. like it would be an amazing goalie battle of Allmark and Shesterkin. Mm-hmm. Like probably one of the greats when you, like it'd probably be like Lundqvist quick for the yeah. cup final that one. It would be last year's Vesna versus this year's Vesna. Yeah, and it's like you said, like that's probably the cup final right there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, it's exciting, but this scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Carolina, though, I get why you don't want to want to fuck. I'm with you, dude. I hate that they wear the Whalers jerseys and shit. I hear you talk. It's fucking yeah. bullshit. It drives me nuts. We won't if get into it. but No, every single time it comes around, people like to egg me on. And I, I made a tweet like, this year. I will go all day and I, my stance will not soften on it. Yeah, I made a tweet this year. I was like, I would rather them do it against any other fucking team in the league. Like, why yeah. do they have to fucking do it against us? It drives me crazy. Yeah. But also, fuck the Devils, Zaka for Hala, one for one. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Such robbery. Such robbery. <laughs> I just love the dick slapping on the table right there because that was exactly God. what that is. Yeah. No, but like, yeah. our, the last thing I'll say about the Whalers thing is one person got to me this this year with it uh and he was a bruins fan and he was like i love it because it's just like the whalers and the bruins were the biggest rivals when i was growing up and i was like when the fuck did you grow up <laughs> and where did you grow up <laughs> like have you not heard of the canadians like yeah. what are you yeah. talking about 
Yeah. But uh, look, that's... I'm sure that I'm sure they were bloodbaths and stuff like that. Like I distinctly remember going to a, a Whalers game uh, when I was like seven and seeing the Bruins and I hated the Bruins at that point because I was a Whalers fan mm -hmm. and because the Bruins always came in and just beat the living shit out of us <laughs> yeah. every time. So was that the rivalry? <laughs> uh, apparently, apparently <laughs> yeah. that was the rivalry. The rivalry was actually me being an asshole at games and my dad taking my souvenir sticks to his knee and cracking them and throwing them in the trash. <laughs> that was the fucking rivalry. Never going to uh, get over that shit. Good times, good times. But Andrew, what's your answer on this, bro? Thomas, you're working some stuff out there. Yeah, I got I got a call tomorrow at one thirty. I'll work that out for the rest of it. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, the team that I'm least scared of is the Devils because uh, I think they're a year away. I think they're a year away from really making noise. I, th I think they need two more pieces to be legitimate. Mm -hmm. I think they're exciting right now. They're definitely a playoff team. But if we're talking. Yeah. That next step, I think they're still a year away. Yeah. Uh, the team that I'm most scared of is, as I said, the Rangers. Um, I think they're com they're a complete team. Uh, Tarasenko and Kane. Well, Tarasenko was a very good addition. Kane has not been great over there. No. But they still got Shostakin. Um, and goalies that goalies that stand on their heads. And Thomas, I know I'm tempting fate to you here, but Carolina hasn't scared me for a while. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I think they missed the boat at the trade deadline. And it was oh, nice I, beating. I definitely do. I, I think was, I think you're right. It was nice beating them in their building too. First yeah. time in like six games or something like yeah, that, yeah. which yeah, was so really yeah, first nice. First time in four years. If you want to get real technical, yeah. about it. <laughs> and an interesting one though is how would you feel about playing the Islanders in the Eastern Conference Finals if they got there? Like yeah. that'd mean they're they're probably rolling at that point, right? Um. Because if they're the other wild card team, wouldn't they play? Like they'd go through the Metropolitan, right? The glass slipper has to fall out of their ass at some point, or however that metaphor <laughs> okay. goes. I like that. I like that. I like that. I think that's the exact metaphor. Yeah, yeah. I think I got it. I think yeah, I that's it. the yeah. that's the Disney story, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I just, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll watch yeah. it just to double check. I'll watch it with my daughter tomorrow. Yeah. Just make sure. Yeah. Like, at yeah. what Report point? Back. At what point does the glass slipper fall out of the ass? <laughs> Ding, 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 yep. ding. <laughs> I have to go. Somebody, yeah. somebody get some Windex and clean that fucking glass. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so that's, that's unfortunately, that's all we got for voicemail because I don't understand what's going on. So uh, call her 508, call her 774, call back or shoot me a DM and ask the question. I'll, I'll somehow get you involved in this podcast, but thank you for those phone calls. And uh, I think I, I know will... one of the people who might who might have called. Uh, give me the number outside of the camera. I'll see if it sure. was them. Sure. Yeah, okay. Um, what else do we got here? Mason Laura, I signed. Mm. Duh. Uh, yeah. Duh. Yeah. Duh. I'm excited so. about it, but like yeah. when it got announced, I was just like, all right, I'll just keep scrolling because it's just yeah. like you knew well, it. It had to happen. I'm like, so fuck OSU, fuck Ohio yeah. State. Like, I was going to say, Thomas is that, out of the Ohio State University. It's all that matters. Ohio me. State jersey. Yeah. 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 Those ugly jerseys. I did love Beckhold saying after the dude played fucking 38 minutes mm -hmm. in a game. So There's good. no reason for that. And that was part of the biggest reason that I was just like, get Lorai the fuck out of that. Out program. of there. Yeah. If before you're playing he gets him injured for 38 again. fucking minutes, are you kidding me? Imagine if he got hurt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just even if it's something simple, like twisting his knee up. 
Yeah. Yeah, he already has a bad knee, right? Yeah. Like, hey, we're yeah, going on it. Yeah. yeah. I, I kind of, I, I think we were all in agreements. I kind of looked at it like, okay, next year, it'll be nice to see him if he could come up at all, um, yep. make some spots. He, like, we're so deep this year. Like, yeah. I, I don't know where there, he fit. There is yeah. no reason to, for him to no. games no. Oh, this year. But no. again, it's only a two, remember, guys, it's only a two year ELC. So mm-hmm. we're not burning he, a year. No. He looked good in the Providence colors, though. Yep. Post Ohio yeah, Ohio State. Looks, looks, looks better than the silver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked good on the ice too. I was watching a little bit while I was doing the itinerary, and uh, Bruins Network on Twitter put up a couple of highlights of him playing. He's he's take he's taken to it pretty quickly. Yep. So, yep. Excited to see his development. Yep. And I'm excited to see him in Providence, in Hartford, in Bridgeport, etc. Like yeah, next nice. year when I when I catch some games. That's. But- and he's closer to McQuaid too, right? Like McQuaid's, he's he said that McQuaid's helped out his defensive game a lot, Maybe which I really like. McQuaid liked. have been joined at the hip. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 Nice. I apparently I'm hearing McQuaid's like blowing people out of the water with his player development skills. Mm-hmm. Fine with which that. Which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Fine with that. Yeah. It's just it's amazing. Like both teams, because I I feel like last year Providence took a big jump with the new coach, and then Janelle. Yeah, and then this year. Bruin makes it Bruins make a big change and it's just like the development I don't know I feel like we're set up for this the developmental side a lot more than we were under Cassidy and I don't, I don't think even the biggest Cassidy apologists which at a point I'll, I'll say that I've been a Cassidy apo- uh, apologist before but Same. nobody has ever been able to understand what he does with certain prospects when they come up like he just puts a fucking stop sign and does not let them go Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. he's doing it to this kid. In, he's doing yeah. it to this kid in Vegas right now. Yep. I forget his last name. Is uh, Doferev or something? Yeah, Dauphine or whatever. Yeah, yeah. he went you, on like this crazy goal like um, streak, and then like made one mistake, I guess. And Bruce Cassidy took him out of the lineup. Now he's like trying to find his footing again. Yeah, you can't have a head coach who's coaching young dudes who holds grudges that way. And I feel like we've all played for a coach like that before or where they just, boss. they have their boys. Yeah. Or had a boss mm-hmm. where they have their boys and then they have other people who I'm never going to like this person mm-hmm. and I'm never going to give them a chance. It doesn't matter how hard they work. We got to send their ass to Seattle. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. just what you do. But yeah, yeah. Give, that's what we did last year. Didn't we send like five players to Seattle or something? Yeah. There were five yeah. former Bruins at one point something in, like that. in Seattle. But yeah, um, yes. Preferred. What else we got here? Uh, predictions. You want to just do it? Yeah, let's do it. Do you have? So, did you have Ian's? Uh, I don't know. Uh, where are we at? Like, can he? Can he beat me at so this point, or is this I, done? I, I kind of. I I'm, I wanted to bring this. You're up. washed. You're. I'm, you're I'm done. done. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. I'm playing spoiler at this point. So we have four games this week, mm-hmm. and then after that, we have one more game against okay. Montreal. Do we count that as a week? So where are we at with now? I mean, one game is not going to be a week, but it could be a tiebreaker. No, because he's two games down. He's two games down. So if he wins this week, do can we make it so he can tie is my question. Hmm. What he did, what he did. For well, this, this is what I did last year where I gave him an in. And I was like, ah, let's extend this and let's go down to the wire. And then he beat me in the last eight seconds of the yeah. season yeah yeah and i lost for the because i was trying to extend it for the sake of entertainment on the podcast show no mercy thomas yes. damn listeners it's i do this shit for you but <laughs> but that said and i know i've said it on the podcast before but the bet never even really ended up going through because you assholes 
sent me a fucking my first place prize anyways <laughs> which is unfortunately because of the lack of pond hockey in connecticut this year is still sitting in a box right there <laughs> right there haven't even had oh, the bombs. opportunity to fucking open it because i ain't putting that shit in the driveway it's a nice net so yeah um so we got leafs tonight we've got devil saturday ah, see that's the problem the game three is sunday Mm-hmm. Like if there was a little bit of a gap where we could sneak another episode in and break it up, but we've got five games left. So we've got Maples, Devils, Bruins. The gap would be Monday, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then we'd have Caps, Caps, Canadians, Tuesday, Thursday. Mm-hmm. How do you want to do it? I know Mondays, I, don't Mondays are tough you. for me, yep. but maybe we just f- force the issue. Ooh, because because predicting five or leaving one on the table sucks, and I'm not going to feel good about it. Mm-hmm. And beating Ian, I really want to feel good. <laughs> I need it. So let's just call these three. Let's call it up to Sunday, uh-huh. and then even if we can't record Monday, we'll get the predictions out so they're they're out and they're documented. To, like, and we'll and we'll go from there. So let's start with tonight. Maple Leafs at Bruins. Brett, you want to get in on this? Yeah, why not? I'll play. If, yeah, if you beat if you beat Andrew, he's gonna owe you beers. God damn it! Uh, yeah. Automatically. <laughs> no. I mean, no. assume that he's gonna owe you beers regardless. Uh. <laughs> we didn't even talk about his uh, Columbus prediction either. Yeah. <laughs> I've been All trying right, to so leave him alone a little bit about it. Off on that one. Yeah. So, I, I did really enjoy you talking so much about how the Islanders scare you because it's like, oh, you didn't think that they were going to be as good as the Columbus Blue Jackets this year. <laughs> so I predicted that the Columbus Blue Jackets would make the playoffs on the last day of the season, overtaking the Detroit Red Wings. So there's two walls there for you. Um, the Columbus Blue Jackets, as of last week, have clinched the worst record in the Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, why do you guys like me on the show every week? It's yeah. you. It's the, last year was the Sabers. This year it's the Blue Jackets. I love honestly, it. I'm not, fan I'm base. I'm not going to do offseason predictions from now on. Yeah. I was just going to say, fan bases should listen to this podcast. Like, oh no, is our team going to get mushed this year by Andrew or what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, my big prediction, like my big one for last year, was that we were going to have two defensemen score 100 points. And I knew it was a long shot, and oh, yeah, yeah. and and I one hasn't that. been done in a couple of years. But I thought two were going to do it this year, and both of them are barely in the top twelve. Uh, but a, a lot of that comes down to Makar and Yossi had some injury issues this year. Mm-hmm. But I definitely did not have fucking Eric Carlson on the board of leading the league in points for for no. defensemen. So. Well, I mean, he's not doing anything else out there, so fuck no. it. Right? Yeah, why yeah. not? Just throw it on that. Who cares? You see but, some of the defense that he had in, in overtime against uh, Colorado a couple days ago? Oh, I yeah. can't honestly say that I've watched three. any of him. And <laughs> he, okay, so they had him out there on the three-on-three on overtime, and <coughs> Nathan McKinnon ate him alive, mm-hmm. threw him up, and ate him again. <laughs> like, it was the worst thing of defense that it, he goes around him, and Carlson just kind of d- does a little spin around and tries to whack it with a stick, and then by the time he gets to the other side, McKinnon's 10 feet that way. Yeah. <laughs> just- it was brilliant. He, he tried to do that thing Marshawn does, where you like spin and whip your stick. Yep. Except for, like like Andrew just said, McKinnon was on the other side of the ice. <laughs> he got his stick to the other <laughs> side, but McKinnon was like, yeah, a stone's yeah. throw away already. And just I heard, 
I heard, I don't know if you guys have ever seen this, but there's this video of Petrangelo when McKinnon's coming down on him. It was in the Tahoe game. And like he sees McKinnon coming down, he's like, uh oh, oh, oh shit. And McKinnon just blows past him and scores. That's literally what I heard in my head when, when <laughs> Carlson hilarious. did that. I was like, oh, he's doing it again. Fuck! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that, that's uh, funny. I like that. <laughs> uh, all right, let's. Uh, let me hit the so I have, here. So I have Ian's predictions here. Okay, give me. Uh, give me just Maple Leafs brewing so far. Okay, this motherfucker. Four-two win for Maple Leafs. Okay. Four did he, two. Did he call? He called four-two for everything. He called four-two for everything. The, okay. You. you He's trying to pull that trick that I tried to do earlier in the season. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, he hasn't won. He hasn't won a, a week. Other than, no, did he win last week or did he I? Won, he won. Uh, he, he won, won two, two weeks ago. ago. He okay. won two weeks ago and you won this past week. All right. And before that last week, he hadn't won in like two months. Yeah. I And I crept up on him. I got one game behind and then mm-hmm. I got dusted. And then he got dusted. When I tried, yeah, right. yeah, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right, so he's yeah, I did. Uh, so he's got four two. Andrew, what do you got? Maple Leafs. Um, I I think this is probably going to be the last game of the season that we're truly up up for. Mm-hmm. So I think we're gonna I think we're gonna give it hell. Outside chance that Taylor Hall comes back. Leafs on a little bit of a stinker right now. 3-1 dub. Okay. I had 4-2, but it feels like a cop-out if I just give him... If I just predict the same shit as him, because then he can't win. Mm-hmm. So out of the interest of keeping this competitive, and this is going to fuck me again, I know it, just the way <laughs> I'm saying this right now. I'll say 4-1, because I agree with you. I think this is the last game that they are really balls to the wall on, and then and then they're going to take a little step back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, fuck the Maple Leafs. Uh, Brett, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to go with a 2-1 win for the Bruins. I think it's going to be a really tight game. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to try for the empty net a bunch. But it's going to be like, Tor- Toronto's a good team. You yeah. got to, you know, like, I don't know if they're going to be able to. I think Toronto's going to pull their goalie late. So that's why you'll only see a 2-1. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, I'm absolutely saying 4-1 with an empty net goal. Yeah, oh, like yeah. I, I think it's close, and I think that that little bit of insurance comes late too. Dude, every time they score, them. and Pasternak yeah. scores it to shut Felger the fuck up. Yeah, Felger, yeah. Felger can suck it when Pasta scores two in this game. Yeah. Wouldn't it be sick to see Pasta get a hat trick against them? Be one away from sixty, right? That'd be nice. Oh, yeah, that'd be real nice. That'd be nice. That'd be in Thomas's. Yeah, the workout for Thomas. Yeah, <laughs> I would like it. <laughs> it's, uh, Devils at Bruins Saturday. I'm so used to like Saturday day games at this point. Yeah, me too. But we're done with yeah, we're done wait. with the matinees for the season. But Devils at Bruins, I want this game. I want it because I just want to see Devils fans again come up with like an excuse like, oh, we played you guys so hard. It's like, but you keep fucking losing. Who's that guy that keeps saying that every time the Devils lose, it was down to a coin flip? And he's like deadly serious about it. CJ Is it a Bruins fan? Another. What? Like a Bruins fan is saying? No, a Devils fan. Oh, okay. He's like a Devils a fan fuck. who like works with analytics <laughs> or some shit. And like every time the Devils lose, he's like, oh, oh yeah. total coin flip. I think Brett, you, I think you may have an idea of who I'm talking about. I know exactly who you're talking about. I don't know the name of the character. DJ but something. 
Yeah, it's something like that every time. They're like, well, the analytics are there. The 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 yeah, the win percentage or winometer, whatever the fuck it's called. It's like every fucking time they lose, and it's like, yeah, no shit. You lost one by one goal, dude. Like you yeah. probably were, like, yeah. But anyways, stupid New Jersey fans. Yeah. Uh, I'll say three two dub, and they keep it close, and we're gonna hear the same fucking analytical dumb shit. Because the only thing that's more true uh, that Devils fans are being ridiculous this year is that you know you're driving into Newark when you see chicken bones and rugs on the side of the road. <laughs> Fuck Newark. Fuck New Jersey. I literally, Andrew, what's your pick? <laughs> I love that every time you say it. I fucking, I fucking hate it, man. <laughs> it's literally, it's the asshole of America. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, I think Sway gets a start, and I'm feeling I'm feeling a Sway, Shetty. Fuck it's, it. It's, oh, you're going Shetty? I have nothing oh, to play for. I, I, I agree with you in the sense that I think Sway takes over the game. Yep. And in this game, we win because I feel like we're pulling back in this game, mm-hmm. but I feel like Sway's not. Yeah. Sway Sway knows he only has X amount of meaningful games left to play this year, and I don't think he's taking them that far. Yeah, Sway's going to fucking give it, just just be an animal out there. So I'm saying 3 0. Okay. Brett, what you got, brother? I'm going to go kind of the opposite of Thomas, but I think Sway's going to lock it down. But I'm saying a 4 3 overtime win. I think he's going to let in a couple leaky ones like he does in the beginning, like in the first period. Because he wouldn't have played for a week at that point, right? Allmark played at St. Louis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so he played in Pittsburgh. So I know he's good at home, so I think he's going to lock it down in the end, but I think there's going to be a couple leaky ones to start the game. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, a, yeah, and then Ian has 4 2. <laughs> yeah. Ian has 4 2. And then, Brett, why don't you lead us off with Bruins at Flyers? If you want to take uh, a quick five, five second dump on the Flyers, too. Uh, feel free because that's something that we like to do on this podcast. Yeah, what a shitbag organization. <laughs> like, who makes their trades d- decided on an app? Like, what are we doing at this point? Like, are you guys talking about that? He said that. He said that. Oh and what's even more hilarious. That's what got him fired, right? Yeah, probably. It's got to be what got him fired. I mean, fired. it was either that or I made 17 calls on deadline day. Yeah. yeah. No, Whoa. not on the deadline day. He made 17 calls for the deadline. Yeah, you're talking yeah. like the weeks that led up to. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, and I could have got a fifth round pick for JVR, but I didn't think it was worth it. What? <laughs> Last act of the the CEO of Comcast, who like apparently the CEO of the, of the Comcast Sports Group. He resigned. His last act was firing Chuck Fletcher. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> what a baller. Yeah. I'm out of here. Even on so are you. Was it even on top of that? Didn't they go over his head and hire Tortorella? Yes, Comcast? they did. Yeah, they did. Like, the just, was like I don't want to hire Tortorella, and they're like, "That's nice. Welcome to the team." What John. a slap in the face! Yeah, I love. It. I, I don't know how they let the, I, the whole organization. How did you let that guy take a hold of your trade deadline? Like, I just, I don't, I don't get it at this point. Legacy hire, also, man. Yeah. Dude, another thing too is like, did that app tell them that Ristaline was this analytic <laughs> darling that yeah. they need to pay $5 million a year? Like, Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, that's, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give it shitbag flyers. Yep. But uh, <laughs> this is a weird six o'clock game. It's a back to back. I know it's not far, um, but I think, uh Fuck! I don't want to say it because I want it'd be Allmark's game and I want him to get that record. But I think it's a loss. I think it's a weird one. I think it's like a two-one loss, like we saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-one loss, like the Nashville game. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I hate it. I hate it so much, but you know they're going to ship pump them 7 nothing now that I yeah. said that, though, so <laughs> it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Andy, what do you got? I actually kind of agree with Brett. I think this is going to be the I think this is going to be the true um, disrespect game. And I think the Flyers have just enough pieces to kind of sneak up on them like that and, you know, have a feather in their cap cap to end the year. Uh, 3-2 loss. Uh, I'm going to unfortunately match with Ian on this one. I have a 4-2 dub and I think this is the game that Tortorella takes off his belt and hits somebody on the bench with it. Dude, he's not even on the bench anymore. No, he's, he's not. He's removed himself from the bench so he can sit with Briere and and uh, analyze the team better. When did that happen? Like a couple games ago. No shit. Yeah, he's high in the sky and he's letting his assistant <laughs> yeah, coaches. That's like, so funny. How what? mentally checked out of that organization oh, could you yeah. possibly be? That entire organization. The best way to describe it is. Everyone in the front office lifts the lid off the tank of the toilet, shits in the top, and then hits the flush, and every other player is just like, why is this such a disaster? That's the best way to describe it. We've That's tried perfect. nothing, and we're all out of ideas. Yeah, yeah. yeah it doesn't matter. This water is not potable. <laughs> it doesn't it's, it's, fucking matter. I, I, I hope that I hope that Tortorella is up there and analyzing the team and giving Breer notes and Breer's like jotting them down and then once in a while Tortorella will just turned to him and be like, you know your kid's a piece of shit, right? Yep. Yeah, no shit, man. <laughs> Holy fuck. By the way, he got kicked off his college team. Yep. Fuck him. Yeah. Finally. It took longer than it needed to. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Which makes me think something else happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, it was probably more PR, like, we got to get rid of this kid now. And yep. what does it matter? That program was whatever anyways. Like, yeah. yeah. Still funny, though. Yeah. yeah, he's playing there because his daddy played in the NHL. Yeah. And he, got a, and he got a, a couple years ago, he got an invite to Flyers uh, development camp, which I, I, that blew me away. Well, that, that's the thing too. Like it makes me think of Dick Tortorella's po- uh, ponying for like, hey, just take me off the bench. I'll yeah. be a, a s- assistant GM to you or whatever, <laughs> uh, which, which would, I would love to see this guy construct a team. You know, hey, it would just hey, be Brett, Brett, you just, oh my God, you just put this in my head and I hate it. What if this is Tortorella just sort of like angling it? I kind of mentioned this during the trade deadline episode of like, Hey, you just made my path up there a little easier. I wonder On- if this is part of it. It's it, like, why would you just like remove yourself from the That's bench interesting. with like young kids coming up that you're going to coach next year? Like it makes zero sense. You may sense not be coaching them. Yeah. That's the only thing I can come to. And him and Briere, the front office, like, holy shit. Let's see. My, my biggest fear is that they're going to be gifted fucking Bedard. And I'm going to hate every single part of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because but, you never know with the draft lottery. Can you fucking imagine that? Oh my God. Where it's just like they interview Tortorella and Com- whoever took over Comcast Sports is like enamored with the name and it's just like you're hired oh. as the GM. Ugh. Oh Ugh. my god. Yeah, that that organization is just I don't know. Thomas scumbag farce. Thomas is frozen in fear here. Nah, I'm reading something yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put the pin in this one. Uh, Andrew, do you have any closing thoughts? Fuck Mike Felger. Yes. That, that's about I it. Think, yeah, we all agree with that one. Yeah, I think that's everybody's closing thought. So with that said, uh, this has been another episode of the Short Shift Podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Short Shift Pod. 
Uh, do not follow Andrew on Twitter. Just Don't fucking save yourself. <laughs> Don't do it. Uh, Brett, what's your what's your Twitter handle? Give me a uh, give me a one more time. It's uh, Brett Howard underscore B R E T T H O W A R D underscore. Love it. And Brett, if anybody listening to this podcast doesn't know, he is the co-host of Only uh, Only Bruins, which is our buddy Boosie. Uh, mm. It is my favorite other Bruins podcasts out there. Uh, I fucking love Boosie to death. You're fucking awesome. I'm glad that we finally got a chance to sit down and, and talk some hockey. Uh, but Brett, if you are familiar with our show at all, you know that I'm going to hit 60 seconds on the clock. I, I, yes! I, feel like, yeah. I had a feeling. <laughs> it's all good. I haven't done it in a couple weeks, I'm, so this was like the perfect opportunity. Hey, uh, long time listener, first time potter. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> all right, ready? Yeah. Let me get the uh, the clock up here because I'm asking you if you're ready and I'm not fucking ready. <laughs> it's been a fucking minute. Jesus. All right. And here we go. Uh, I got to ask this. This comes off the greatest hits for me because I always want to hear this question answered. Uh, dream winter classic venue. Oh, that hasn't been used yet. Uh, you guys are going to hate this one, but against the Bruins, uh, the Sky Dome, just down the road from me where the Blue Jays play. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That would oh, be no, a I massive that one. Oh, that's a great yeah. idea. Yeah. yeah. Is there any Gotta outdoor the venues around you that you could picture? No, the BMO field. Um, no, the, uh, yeah, I think that's it. Like Hamilton, Hamilton Tiger Cats. Mm. That would okay. be a good one. Okay. Yeah. That would that would make sense. Yeah. I, I think you're probably right, though, because you can open up the dome yeah, it's in like Toronto. Yeah, it's like 56,000. Uh, Poo or not? Poo. Yeah? Yellow or white? Yellow, because when I uh, was younger, I played for the Southeast London Bruins, and our third jerseys were the Poo Bears. So, yeah. uh, If you weren't a Bruins fan, or if the Bruins just went defunct, what would your team be? Mighty Ducks of Anaheim, baby. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. There's some nostalgia there. Yeah. And we're just about out of time, but I got to ask you. I invited you to this uh, recording session via email. Are you the last fucking person who has Hotmail? I have not seen an <laughs> at Hotmail in so goddamn long. How old were you when you got that email address? Actually, I'm pretty sure I was like 14 years old. <laughs> uh, I almost just said it, radioed myself, but I'll, yep. I'll leave it off the air. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I think me and three other guys, anonymous at Hotmail.com, that's probably yep. the only other one. <laughs> <laughs> I asked Andrew, I was like, give me his email so I can send him the invite. And he sends me an at Hotmail address. And I was like, I have to ask him about it. Like, I just, Dude, I didn't even the, know that website was still up. The, I, oh, I, I assumed at this point you go to Hotmail.com and it just brings you to like uh, a Japanese porn site or something. Yeah. <laughs> it luck, luckily, it redirects me to Outlook. But the funniest <laughs> part is, <laughs> the funniest part is Andrew sent me the, the Google Doc. And I was like, I wasn't even thinking. I should have just sent him my Gmail account. And I went to go go to the Google Doc, and it was like, you need re you need to request to be able to get in this. So I was like, wow, just hating on Hotmail. <laughs> That's fucking awesome, dude. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm fucking stoked that we finally got to do this. And if yeah, you do come down to uh, to Boston to do a little playoff hangs, definitely. I know Boosie will keep me in mind, but. Definitely yeah. uh, reach out because I would love to fucking get up there and crush some beers with you boys. 
Oh, absolutely. This was awesome. I'm like, buying, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> Andrew's going to owe me drinks somehow, so whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> somehow. But, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this oh. was awesome, guys. Like you said earlier, Thomas, long time coming. And uh, I've always wa- uh, watched, listen to your guys' show, and it, you guys do a fucking awesome job. Yep. Glad we could get this done. Yeah, I'm, I'm stoked that everything worked out for you in, in Boosie, too, because Beehive was good. And like when that when that went away, it was it was tough not seeing you still doing it. And it was kind of like similar with like Boosie, where where Dump and Change fell apart. And it's like we got to get him back on. We got to get him back on. So like it just fucking makes sense that you two would find each other in that point, And the chemistry's on point. So and I did yeah. love like right before Only Bruins came on, we had Boosie on. Yep. For episode. Yeah. Oh, he straight up told me he's like that that fired him right back up he's yeah, like i gotta i gotta get yeah. going again so yeah it's so funny because he told me the same he told me the same thing obviously previously and i went on his and he fired me up so it's just mm-hmm. we're all friends helping friends out here and i love it. it love being a part of this network with you guys shout out mark for fucking bringing yep. us all together all Absolutely. of us idiots but uh yeah man this was fucking awesome i'm just yep. happy to be here with you guys and whenever you need me again just holler out yeah. dude thank you so much i appreciate it everybody follow him if you're not subscribed to that podcast, give that a listen. Make that part of your rotation. It should be already. And if it's not, I'm going to smack you in the fucking face. We record tomorrow, so we got a uh, episode dropping Friday for anybody looking for new shit. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Continue the momentum, dude. Let's go, baby. Go bees. Go bees. Go bees. Rubbing off in the last eight months yeah. is what he's saying. Really a lot, a lot less rub. time on Twitter, more time to rub off.